my name's Hope. I'm a compulsive overeater. Um, and um, my first OA meeting was October 11th, 1977. I was 24 years old. Um, and um, I, well, I'll give you, you know, it's, it's a lot to, a lot to, a lot happened in the last 42 years. So let me just get right to it. Um, this is my journey. Everyone is unique. Um, the only thing I can do is share my experience, strength, and hope. Um, I hope you hear something that helps you. I know it helps me. Um, and I'm not exceptional. Everybody can recover. The big book says this, you know. So um, we just need to take the action. So um, I was overweight probably from the age of 10. Um, when I was 12, I was 200 pounds. Um, I stayed at 200 for like, um, well, all my teenage years. And when I was 16, um, I decided it was the beginning of my senior, uh, senior year of high school. I decided I was not going to go to look, go to college being 200 pounds. So, um, I went with my mother who was also overweight, but she's not a compulsive overeater. We went to a pay and way. This is 1969. And, um, I, uh, found a nutritious food plan and I followed it mostly. Um, got very um, into weighing and measuring and obsessing and about foods and diet, you know, diets and recipes and all that. So very food centric. Um, and I could eat constantly, you know, because there were certain foods you can eat and certain foods you can't eat. And they encouraged you to eat, you know, like mushrooms or whatever you wanted in between meals. And, and um, anyway, um, so I lost 50 pounds by college and I was a size 14. So I looked normal. I mean, 14, I mean, before this 200 pounds, I was shopping in Lane Bryant and, you know, I mean, back then they didn't have plus size. They didn't have women's departments. I mean, my mother had a dressmaker come in and make me, I will never forget this olive green corduroy jumper in like fifth grade. And, you know, you remember certain things. Anyway, so, um, you know, God puts the, the things you need in your life at the right time. And when I was 16, that's what I needed. I needed some place to kind of get me started eating nutritiously, eating the right food. So anyway, um, in college, I kept the weight off. I never, you know, I'm sure I was binging and dieting and whatever, but, you know, I, I never regained those 50 pounds, okay? Um then when I graduated college, I got married and in six months I was starting to gain weight. So my husband said, why don't you go back to the pay and way, um, you know, it worked for you before. And I was like, Oh, I can do this myself. And no, okay. I went back and I got down to my maintenance weight, which was like about 142 or something like that. And, um, it was good. You know, I was still really into weighing and measuring and black and white and all this. And then I got to the group where they, you could have the one goodie a day, like an ounce of cookies or one donut or something. And I was doing it, you know, and, but I'm telling you, I obsessed about that one, whatever it was all day. And I would start eating it early and earlier in the day. And when I ate it, it was like a sexual experience. It was like, you know, it, really, it was, it was, it was sick. It was, it was, <laughs> it was not normal. So 
anyway, um, we moved to Jacksonville, and that's when I came into OA. So when we moved to Jacksonville, um, we were there for three years, and, um, you know, I was going to the pay and way. I was in maintenance and stuff, but things happen. This is a progressive disease, and I just started eating. And I was, I mean, I crossed that line. You know that line that keeps you from, you know, like a normal drinker to a alcoholic? Well, I crossed the line <clears throat> from just a binger to a really into the disease. And so the first spiritual experience I ever had was that something told me that the pay and way wasn't going to work anymore. And I had cut this little article about OA from the action line in the Jacksonville newspaper and stuck it in a, in a little jewelry box. And um, I had a huge binge on October 10th, 1977, which was Columbus Day. And um, the next day I went to my first OA meeting, which was in a, a library. And there's no food in a library, so that was good. Um, I had no idea what, what it was. I had no idea what the 12 steps were. This was 1977. I mean, it was not, you know, like new age, you know, like today, everybody knows what the 12 steps are. I had no idea. They read these steps. I didn't know. All I knew was that I needed to be there because I had the gift of desperation. It was the last house on the block. And I was probably thinner than most of the people there. And I don't really remember, like I said, I never got obese again, but it was the way I was eating. And I knew that if I kept eating that way, you know, I'd be 200 in like a month or something. So I got a sponsor that night and it was a guy named Irwin. And Irwin um, gave me the concept of 301, which was three meals a day, nothing in between one day at a time. So I said, okay, I have this food plan that I was successful on. I'm going to just take it and just eat three times a day. And he said, okay. And it was a revelation because my mind was free. I was free to live in between the meals. Okay. I wasn't constantly thinking about food or what I can put in my mouth and whatever. So anyway, about, and I, I got into the steps. I did a four step. I gave it away. Um, but I was occasionally binging and dieting and whatever, you know, but I kept coming back, kept coming back. And then we moved to Los Angeles. We, my husband was transferred to Long Beach and I was like in heaven because I knew that's where OA was really strong. Um, I got a sponsor. I was still into the weighing and measuring and black and white and, you know, change from an apple to a pear and call my sponsor. And I had, I, I really have a problem with numbers. I couldn't weigh myself because if I weighed myself, you know, the scale was my self-worth and I could only weigh myself if I was going right to an OA meeting right after that. And I remember weighing the least I weighed was 132 pounds. Well, what happened was, um, my husband went to the Aleutian islands for six weeks and the day before he came back, I went down to Fairfax and I went to all the bakeries there and I bought him all this food, you know, cake and put it on the seat next to me in the car. <clears throat> Didn't make it home. Uh, not all of it did because I started reaching over and eating it on the way home. And it took me 16 months to stop. However, during those 16 months, I was a size eight. And I was nuts. I mean, I was binging and dieting. I don't want to live that way today. Uh, I was honest about it. I told, I kept going to meetings and everything. And 
then one day, um, this was during, um, there was like a big gas shortage and uh, I was taking, a, I was working in downtown LA and I was taking a freeway bus to work. We would park our cars in this drive-in and then there was a freeway bus. And for some reason I got on the bus and I was on my way home and I had this epiphany. It was really weird. This is what the, the epiphany was. That God made everything, okay? So everything that exists and every food is good because God made it, right? But even lard, I mean, Fritos, whatever, everything <laughs> is good. But so no food is intrinsically bad. But for me, there are certain foods that block my spiritual connection to my higher power and they're toxic. And if I want to live uh, a spiritual life and a, you know, a godly life, these foods are not, are not good for me. So it was my choice not to eat these foods. Um, nobody gave me a list like you can eat this, you can't eat this or whatever. It was my choice. And somehow that made a, a, a huge difference. Um, it was my choice. Nobody was telling me everything was available to me. And that's kind of, um, that's kind of, it was really a revelation to me. And I don't know how that happened, but it's like this fog lifted and I wasn't struggling and I wasn't black and white and I wasn't trying to be perfect. And I was gentle. I was being gentle with myself. So, um, along that line of being a bad and good, you know, I, it used to drive me crazy. Um, and it still does a little bit. Because in the pay and weight, people said, oh, I gained weight this week, I was bad, or I lost week, I was good. And like, to me, we're all good people. God, we're children of God, you know, I mean, God doesn't make crap. Um, we're all good. Um, my worth isn't what I put in my body, what I eat, or what I don't eat, you know, I'm just intrinsically good. I'm not a bad person trying to become good. I'm a sick person trying to become well. And that's what the big book says. The big book says we have a, you know, this is not a moral issue. You know, this is not a moral issue. So back to the whole numbers thing. Okay. Quantifying doesn't work for me. So I don't quantify like people count days or years or this. I count the day I came in as I have 42 years of recovery. Okay. And what that means is, you know, my food isn't perfect. Sometimes I eat too much, but generally speaking, I'm in that place of the, the neutral, you know, that how the big book talks about, I'm not white knuckling. I'm in that position of neutrality. Um, I recoil as if from a hot flame, um, from the, what I call the hard stuff, which is, you know, like the candy bars and the cake, you know, doesn't mean to say I don't um, have problems with food. Sometimes I play games with food. I think I just have to be honest with myself as to um, what's going on here. If some food starts looking sexy, then I know I have to kind of look at it. Um, so to somebody who can't stop binging, this is what I would say. You know, somebody comes in and say like, can you eat three times a day? Okay. I don't care what you eat. If you eat waffles for breakfast and you go to Taco Bell for lunch and you go to McDonald's for dinner, but you have three meals, you have to start somewhere. You know, you have to start somewhere. Um, we have to be gentle with ourselves. We didn't get this way overnight, you know? 
that's what that's what I would say to you know I would say to a sponsee who is who's coming in who's like can't stop eating just try three times a day because that helped me the whole concept of three times a day um, and I think the only thing you need there are two things you need to to live by to succeed in this program you have to have a higher power and you have to live the principles of the 12 steps in all your affairs as best you can you know honesty hope faith courage willingness um and the food you eat is your your decision your choice the kind of higher power who your higher power is is your choice and what your healthy weight is now when I moved here 30 years ago. I was a size 10. Okay. I was also like, I don't know, I was a lot younger, 30 years. Okay. So I was 37. So then, um, was that for a while? Then I was a size 12. Then I was a size 14. Now remember, I don't weigh myself. I just kind of go by my sizes and now I'm a size 10 again. And I don't know how, but I just am. I mean, my weight is none of my business. My size is none of my business, you know? This is where God, I want to be healthy today. I want to be sane on all three levels. Um, I don't need to be a size four. You know, I want to be healthy. And every day I just wake up and it's like, God, help me to make good choices in what I eat, the words I say, my actions. How can I help somebody else? And how can I bring heaven down to earth today? Um, I, I think all of us have a unique responsibility as compulsive overeaters to, uh, especially if to be a program of attraction, to attract people to this program, because it is life changing. Um, and acceptance is really important. There are a lot of things that happen in life that I don't understand. They look, they don't look, they're not fun, but I believe that my higher power has reasons and I don't, it's not for me to always know the reasons. Um, I believe my, my higher power wants me to be happy, joyous, and free. It says so in the big book, so it must be true, right? <laughs> and all the promises have come true for me. And the one I like the best, or one of the best, is the I intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle me. Now, none of these, I would not be able to do that if I was into the food. I have to let go of my toxic substances that block my channel to God. If I want to hear what I'm supposed to be doing and these promises can be fulfilled for me. Um, my goal today is to be healthy in my body, my mind, and my spirit. Um, and just to show you something, just um, since I, uh, she hasn't yelled time yet, <laughs> one of the things that happened in my life that was pretty important <laughs> at the time, I was infertile and I couldn't have children. And we adopted two kids, and it was a real huge thing. And um, then I got pregnant twice. So now I have four in five and a half <laughs> years. So be careful what you pray for. You may get it. Uh, <laughs> luckily, the youngest is 33 now. <laughs> so that's all. Thank you so much.